Oh, we, okay. we did that for many years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or active services. If you don't drive, then someone can, you know, when they come and pick you up, it would be easier for them, especially if you live in areas that are impacted, like uh, the West Hollywood is a problem. Um, you know, some area, uh, San Pedro, Wilmington, there's no place to park. And they have to double park, you know, they have accidents, etc. So it's nice to put a blue cover in front of your home so they can come and have a place to wait for you. For your other people parking right there, too. Yeah, it's not exclusive. And that was a big problem because now that's in, you can't take it out until at least a year or two go by. And then you come and tell me, wait a minute, everybody else is parking in my space. No, man, it's not your space, it's public. You know, the street is public, it's for anyone with a placard. The same way you can park in any blue zone, they can park in any blue zone. So again, because of the economy, we've had cuts in staff and budget. Instead of having five, six engineers per region, the city has six uh, regions when it comes to transportation. We have one. And you know what that one engineer is doing? Fixing broken street lights. You know, it's, it's, it's all about safety right now, keeping you safe. Those uh, signals, uh, the ones that we're putting more of these signals, it's the, uh, they have a the beeping signal. The beeping. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I live in La Puente, and mm -hmm. I asked for the city, and they never put it in my area. You asked for what? The beeping sound. Oh, the beeping sound? Yeah, and... Uh, Who did you contact? Uh, I called the, the La Puente city, and they never they never put them in. Yeah. Who did you call? Uh, the city. I can't remember. Let, let me give you a tip for your city, because we don't, I don't work with that city, but let me give you a tip. It's usually under the traffic and light divisions. Yeah, that's who I called, but they never returned back my call. And, they were, they and what did you do? I kept calling and, and uh, keep calling every day, and all I can hear is ring, 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 and I left messages, and they never returned them. Okay. If you listen to anything I say today, I want you to come away with this one. The biggest tip I'm going to give you today for your own benefit is to document what you do whenever you contact anyone. Document what you do. Right now, if you had documented it, you would have, on such date, I call so-and-so and left a message such number. This is your best defense when you're trying to get something. <coughs> document your contacts, your communications with any entity. I'm serious, guys. And I have big, and I have Fort Street Cross, and they're, they're, they're and I'm visually impaired. And it's, I almost got run over one, one time crossing right there on Austin and Temple. I was like halfway. Here comes a, a driver who crossed, like turned like this, half that way. When I'm almost almost to the curb, he just gets in front, and I'm coming with my cane, and I'm almost to the curb, and here he comes, turns like that. That's terrible. Uh, he, didn't I, even, I, he didn't even see, he didn't pay attention to the to the cane or anything. That's terrible. There's always, remember, a chain of command. If this person is not listening to you, and, and remember, again, document everything. If this person is not listening to you, there's always somebody about that person. So you ask, if the, the whole city is not listening to you, then you contact your county supervisor. Have you tried that? Your congressman? No. Your council member? Do you know who your council member is? No. Okay. When you call me, we'll look up your address, and then we'll give you your government representative so you can contact them. Okay. If I don't do a, a good job for you, who are you going to contact? My boss, right? Right. And then if he's not listening to you, you're going to call his boss. You know, there's always somebody above the person who's not giving you the service that you need, provided it is reasonable. Yes, sir. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Let's say that a problem of contact with... Um, 
responsible person yes. arrives. Is it better in general to contact by phone or by email? Because at least by email, I know it always in writing. Is it trace? Yes. Always in writing. Email is even better than letters because then they always say, "Well, I never got the letter." So please, if you have to contact any 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 document, person. the best way to document right now is email. Email. It so has please the date and the time. Thank you. If you don't know how to write an email, it's all there. How do you do that? You know, okay. You go to your independent living center and get an application. If you can't do this yourselves, have somebody else do it for you. You know, your your friends or relatives or or an advocate. Do you have somebody that works with you? They have an applicant in the like for example, neighborhood legal services in the San Fernando Valley. You can call them. You issue your address. Your issue and Okay. Where do you live? Well, can I ask? Yes. Indianapolis? Okay. Yes. Everywhere in the country, you have help. But I, but I live here now. Yeah. Okay. My son, he helps me. Okay. But, um, a lot of this stuff that you guys are saying, I don't think he knows because of the. Um, um, this is the Braille Institute. He doesn't know too much about um, um, our. Disabilities. Mm -hmm. Is your son the one with a disability or you have a disability? No, me. You have a disability. How old is your son from here? Um, 26. Oh, you must, I'm sure most 26 year old males know a little bit about computers. Oh, he knows. Most of them. He knows. Yeah, he knows. So either I have a lot of clients who don't even want to get near a computer. He knows about it. There you go. So he can, he can receive, he can write for you on your behalf or create a, uh, if I were your daughter, if I'm going to be your son right now. If I'm your son, you have an issue like the lady uh, that wants the uh, beeping sounds on the, on the signal for you? Yeah, yeah. In Ida. In Ida? Yeah. And if, if, say you were in Ida, and I'm your daughter, and you don't want to do anything with computers, I would do this from my email or set up an email on your behalf. You don't have to be present there to sign. You're sending a communication, and he would document all those emails. If that person in the traffic and lighting division of La Puente, was it? Yes. La Puente is not answering, then I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna look up online La Puente traffic and light division and see who's the head of that division. Then I'm going to send an email to that. Remember, one thing that needs to be clear, we are public servants. We work for you. You pay my salary with your taxes. Use us. We're here for you. All the services are free. Now say, you, like many people say, yeah, but you know what? I can never get my son's attention. Unfortunately, I get a lot of this, these comments. Uh, my son doesn't have time, or he, he doesn't, he's not really interested in my problems or whatever. It doesn't have to be your son, okay? You, uh, if you call me, I'm gonna look up in your city what is the nearest independent living center to you. And if you're not familiar with the independent living center, this is not a center where you go and live like the word sounds. These are offices, and they have specialists of different types, housing specialists, benefit specialists, advocates, systems change advocates. So you, you are paired with someone in your area that can assist you. It doesn't have to be your family, because many times, again, unfortunately, that's the case where you don't feel you, you're getting you know, that, that kind of support from your relatives. But your son can. If you're, you can work with your son, have him do the writing for you. Send the email for you. Look up who it is that he needs to contact. And if you're not sure who to contact, have my number and then I can tell you who it is that you need to contact. It would be nice maybe yeah. as a project for the city hall to have really a 
a booklet yeah. for all people who are disabled, distributed with all the major services. We, we don't do that because everything changes so often. I know. But that we, we have a database, mm -hmm. and what, what's connected to our database is their website. Most everybody has a website nowadays, mm -hmm. and if, if there's any change, like we change our number and everything, the website has changed. So when we click something on our database, it takes us to the website. Sometimes, for you know, people that also are aging, having a booklet or something. It's easier for them to have something in one yes. book. That's an idea. Mm -hmm. That's an idea I can take, George. You know, we thought about it two years ago, but because of the ever-changing thing in this field, we decided not to do it. I don't know if it gives the same. I don't know for you students here. Please let me know right now. Do you feel more comfortable dealing with the computer and the screen and getting the information you want? Or well, having a booklet that you can look The booklet. Let's see, show hands. Booklets? Booklets. Booklets. A combination of both. Because and would you have that in Braille? I don't know how to do that. Braille too. Large print. Large print. Got it. And the reason, I mean, like, for someone like me, I happen to be computer savvy, but um, since my disability, it's a little bit more difficult. Like I miss stuff that you know I would have seen before. Um, would have been very easy for me to see. So sometimes it's not it, when you make the screen larger. Mm -hmm. There's you know uh, it's harder to see everything that's on the page. Right. So a booklet would be very helpful. Okay. Just keep it especially handy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't see. Can you get to see your son? Or can you write down my number? Yeah. Right what if I, if I make it in large? Yes, you please. See it? Okay, yes. then I'll make it in large. Please. <laughs> 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 the numbers will be yeah, from the front. Uh, and, and again, you can always call me. Uh, I get many, many calls. Please, please be patient. It may take me even a couple of days to get to you. You have no idea how many calls <laughs> I, I get. Uh, and, or you can send me an email. Like in your case, you can send me an email. Um, okay. Can you take an appointment where you could actually come in? And we, yeah, we don't, we don't usually see people in person. It's easier if you give me a call because I'm always in and out. Okay. But again, I will get back to you. Okay, okay. for sure. Thank you. Uh, what I do, uh, most people don't do this, but what I do, I don't keep little pieces of paper where the receptionist writes a number. I get it all in writing and I have a callback slot. Because many times uh, you call me and then by well, the time I call you, I don't find I leave a voicemail, so I have a note until that call is closed. So I have a, a log for callbacks because I receive so many calls. And again, many times I don't have the answer at that moment, but I'll do the research for you and I'll call you back. Hang on one second, the gentleman asked first. Yes, sir. Uh, how can we email you? If we email you and you can just email back, right? I'm sorry, if you email me. If we make an email to you, you can just make a... You're going to return the email. Yes, sir. Just the same as a call. How do we know how to get it? What's oh, the... oh, sure. I can give you my email. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's my name, dot, last name, at lacd.org. It's in my car. Adriana, Adriana. dot, Miranda, at lacd.org. Adriana, dot, Miranda, at lacd.org. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. I've uh, applied for this detective, this program. This really interests me. Sure, <laughs> no problem. It's called Disability Mentoring Day, mm -hmm. and it happens on the third Wednesday of October. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to match you with, hopefully, a detective, mm -hmm. and you're going to spend the day from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. 
like it takes sometimes time to return the car, why they can use these resources like a braille or something to find the people they want to be participated in this program. What, what do you mean we don't? We do use them. What do you mean we don't? For example, do you hire them? Do you get them trained to work with you guys? No. We are INR specialists. We don't provide the direct services. We send you to where the services are. Yes, we do use our community resources. We do. That's that's why that's why we're able to work because we send you out to where you need to go. We send you to the Nina Schultz of the world. No, no, no. My question was how did your department yes like a uh, like a hiring people yes. like us yes. to help these. Uh, organization get run faster because you mean the Department of Disability why doesn't it hire more people? Yeah. From because the, the city has no money. <laughs> the city has yeah, no money. We used to be uh, I think 33 were 11. And from those 11, two of us do this type of thing. Yeah, they lay off 33. Yeah, no. Uh, well, yes. <coughs> yeah. Not enough money. Not enough money. The city, I'm sure you watch the news. Uh, yes, I, yes, I do. Yeah, the economy is bad. Now you can always write a letter to the mayor say, I'm interested. Or you can volunteer. <laughs> We're welcome volunteers, guys. Um, okay. Sure. The first one is not a capital. In Los Angeles, it says Los Angeles. You need an E effort. Los Angeles. Yes. Oh, do you want me to do it myself? Please. Yeah. I put a capital first because I know everything has to be normal. No, for my own things, I put a capital A in the first. Yeah, but it's not going to get there. Yes. No. Let's try to give everybody an opportunity to speak. L E S. Not the And there is any other thing after? Um, let me see. Oh no, not not that com. Just that word. Take out that that com after that word. The last the the last four characters taken out. Is it done? It's not taking out. Oh, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, take that off. See, I touched it and it has the whole word. I, I, I try to take one character. Is it okay now? No, you need one more. Take one character off. And then under Los Angels, you need to put an E after it off. Let's do it at the end. Thank you. Yes, because sorry, sorry. Okay. I just wanted to um, go back. You had said in the beginning, I don't know if she probably missed it from the beginning where you said that there are. Um, services where you can help with employment. Yes. And I think that that was her issue where she was saying, you know, do you hire from the disabled community? But there, you do have resources where you can send Yes, us. of course. Yeah. There are different ways to, uh, how many are interested in employment? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I am so glad that you are. We can, uh, remember, there are two of us, I am not a specialist, we don't provide direct service, but we can tell you where you can get help to get a job. Either training or you know, um, occupational training to prepare you for a job, or if you're ready to get a job, job placement. How many are already being serviced by some agency to find a job here in this room? Like an employment network, WIPA projects. I'm going to the department of rehabilitation. I, I went to Verdugo, yes. but uh, my counselor sent me here. I went just walking. I didn't wait for to find out from the But within Verdugo, you have different agencies within an agency. That's like a big one-stop shop. 
what a type of counselor was it? Was it within the employment network? Was it with your WIPA project? Do you know no, who, where I went? I went there to see my rights as a benefit for um, going to work. Uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. I went there and I talked to her, especially just to make sure what is my right when I'm going to start working. To, to see your work incentives? Yes. Did you talk to a CWIC? Did you talk to an employment network? Did you talk to the WIPA? Did you talk to an admin? No. They have different agencies within one, under one roof. Do you know where you went? Yeah, Glendale, Verdugo Job Center. That, that's what I mean. They have agencies within that. Do you remember where? Um, to which person you address? To what section? What section? Uh, she is for the disability, receiving disability. They wanted to go to work. Okay, I'm not sure where you went, but you went to the right place. You're in the right place. Yeah. But you need to ask for a seaweed. Remember that. Ask for a seaweed when you go back to Verdugo. Okay. David, you, 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 are, you have been helped or you are helping someone right now? Well, right now I'm going to the Department of Rehabilitation. Okay. But I actually need to find employment. Okay. Um, with them, I'm going through uh, training. Uh, to the, uh, uh, I'm taking jobs training at a, a place called Empower Tech. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a long-term training. Mm -hmm. It's what's I, the plan? I think, I, if I remember correctly, the class is like three months. Oh, it's a three-month class. How far? Three how far are you in that class? I just started three weeks ago. Oh, okay. What is this place? Can you wait the three months and take the training, or are you ready to go to work? I've been out of work for two, two years. Okay. Uh, Are you on SSDI? I'm on SSI. On SSI, okay. Uh, I have, there's a couple of things that I need, I just to ask you questions about. Sure. Because it's SSI, the employment issue, and also housing. Okay. So if I can talk to you after all, of course. fine. Did you, by the way, did you get a ticket to work and took it to DR? I have a ticket to work, but when I went to, uh, the part of rehab, mm -hmm. I totally forgot I had it, oh. so I never used it. Oh, I, I still have it, but I don't. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a old ticket. Okay. So I don't know if I can use it anymore, and I don't know exactly how they work. Please give me a call. I've, I've never used it before. Okay. Please give me a call so we don't delay the, the rest of the presentation. Right. But please give me a call, and I'll be happy to assist you with that. Okay. Um, we, can I help you, sir? Um, anybody here familiar with the employment networks? Okay. Employment Development Department is a state agency, nothing to do with Social Security. Now let me tell you, Social Security Administration, that's where you get your SSI and your SSDI. I, I know you're, I'm not going to cover the differences because you're all familiar with SSI and SSDI. Mm -hmm. But if you are an SSI or SSDI, you are entitled to get a ticket to work. If you're familiar with me, where's my ticket to work? Okay. I brought uh, brochures from Social Security Administration uh, regarding ticket to work that tell you what it is, how the program works. How to get help using, oh, I'm sorry, yes ma'am. Oh. How to get help in using your tickets and of course other uh, incentive programs. Uh, but this, this booklet is uh, for people who receive SSI or SSDI, like I said. You have to be on benefits in order to get your ticket to work. If you are interested in using the, the program, 
to, to either you know, get a job or get vocational services, you can always call their 800, it's an 866 number, and I'll be happy to give it to you uh, right now, if you, because I can bring it up for short story. <coughs> you can always ask for the ticket to work. Now, the ticket to work can be taken, like you said, to either DOR, you can take it to an employment network, and, and these employment networks, they're organizations that can help you find a job and they provide, provide other um, employment services to you. Give me just a second. If you need the brochure for ticket to work, please come to room F4 and they will give it to you. Okay, so uh, if you visit either one of those agencies, please remember to bring that ticket, even the old one. Uh, bring it with it. They may need the information of, uh, for, for the records. Um, the 800 number or 866 number, let me give that to you. It's not on this brochure? It is on the brochure, but we don't have enough for everybody. So if you want to just write down the number for now, it's 866-968-7842. So again, the ticket to work will give you vocational rehabilitation, training, job referrals, and other employment support services free of charge. The employment networks do nothing but help you find a job. This is a job placement, and they have supports like job coaches, many support services that I can't think of, you know, all of them right now. Yes, ma'am. Uh, how how it affect the employment with the SSCI or SSI? I'm sorry, sir. Can you repeat the question? I didn't hear you. Uh, how how do the employment affect you, your current SSI or SSCI? How does the employment affect you? Yeah, uh, it affects the SSCI or SSI. Uh, it, it affects them in different ways. And let me explain. So can I touch upon the difference? Yes, SSCI. Okay, because I mean somebody did ask the question. Mm-hmm. I was not part of it since there's a question here. SSDI is not means tested. You could be uh, what's the name of the Computer billionaire, um, Bill Gates. you could be Bill Gates and you're still gonna get your SSDI. Think of SSDI as your auto insurance. You're paying this insurance policy and then you have an accident. You're gonna go get your money, right? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people become disabled and they don't go and apply for their SSDI. It's, it's an insurance policy, that's why it's called disability insurance. Social security disability insurance. There is no impact, and I'll give it to you in a nutshell. You can, the Social Security Administration gives you up to nine months, nine separate months within a five-year period to test your ability to work without touching your, your uh, you know, cutting your benefits, without cutting your medical coverage. It would have no impact whatsoever, sir, on your, on your cash benefits. Now, if you make more than, than a certain amount, it's what's called um, SGA, sustained Gainful activity, because that's how Social Security sees you. It's your ability to work is how they measure your disability. Your ability to work. And so if you make more than a certain amount, they will count it against one of those nine months that I just mentioned. And that number this year is $720. So if you get a part-time job and you make $500, you're not touching those, any one of those nine months. But if you make $800 that month, you know you have to report what you make, right? So you report this to your uh, claims representative, then that will be counted as one service month. More than eight hundred dollars. Seven hundred and twenty. That's the that's the number that you want to remember. 
The number is a little bit different for visually impaired. Yes. For visually impaired, it's higher. Yes. 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 You're right. What is it? Is it nine months in five years? What's that? Is that a nine month camp in five years? Yes. You're right. For the blind, it's a higher amount. It is. And I'll be going over that. Because there are many other things that impact. And then again, they look at your comfortable income, so we're going to go over that too. But this, uh, let's just think of a certain amount. I'll give you the exact amount for the blind if you can give me a call because I don't have it off the top of my head. I have the regular number. There we go. Okay? And so, if you go above that number, they'll count it against one of those nine months. But remember, what the Social Security Administration does is every time they count one of those service months, they count backwards. Nine to nine. And then they see if those nine months are within the last 60 months. 60 consecutive months. Your months of work don't have to be consecutive. As long as it's nine months within the last 60 months, that's how they look at it. They count backwards. So if it is within 60 months, then now you're done with what's called trial work period. Now you feel ready to work. You know, you've had nine service months, plus the ones that where you might not have worked or you might not have made enough. So now you feel that you're ready to go back to work. Well, still, after those nine months, They'll give you what's called a grace period, another three months. So right there alone, that's a year without touching your benefits. You, you still get your cash benefits, and you get your salary, and your medical coverage. And then after that, now they'll give you 36 months, three whole years, what's called an EPE, or extended period of eligibility. Whatever month you don't work or you didn't make above this number, and this is another number, it's $1,010 more for the blind. It's a much, much higher uh, ceiling here. If you make the lowest year, what's going to happen? They'll give you your benefits for another three years. So you have another 36 months. You're keeping your medical coverage. So you see how there's no impact. There's a big incentive to go back to work. Now, I haven't even mentioned what's called um, employment-related work incentives, IRWIS. There, these are many things that you spend money on unreimbursed expenses that you have like to be able to do your job, like access services, transportation, maybe uh, clothing, special clothing, um, more canes. So many things. Yes, and these people where you went, Verdugo, the seaweed that I mentioned that you want to be working with, she, is, she or he is going to help you, ask you questions, interview you to see what you're spending money on and to help you lower the amount that you are uh, considered as countable. Okay? To help you lower that amount so that you are affected less in your benefits. And you know what? Hang on, let me finish. I'm going to say that I'll address your question. So finish addressing this gentleman's question. So on SSDI, it's either, like, a, think of a water faucet. Yes, you get your cash benefit that month, or no, you don't get it. Think of those three years, 36 months, as a faucet. You didn't make enough money? you'll get your check, and it's the full check. You don't, you make enough money in your job, you don't get the check from Social Security. That's how it works for the next 36 months. Again, your medical coverage is not touched, none of it. The Social Security Administration gives you years before you even consider that, up to 93 months or so, and we can go over specifics with your CWIC. Now that was SSDI, that wasn't SSI. A lot of you are on SSI. On yep. um, SSI, it's SSI, it depends on how much you make, is yep. the impact you're going to have on your check. But it's the same, there's a formula, okay? 
There's a formula, and they look at what is your countable income. They look at your unearned income, they look at your earned income, and there's a formula that we can go over. The CWIC will sit down with you to help you plan. But in both cases, what I want you to uh, come away with is that it takes a long time for you to be impacted on your cash benefits and your medical benefits for going back to work. It is a myth. A lot of people don't want to go back to work because they think they're going to lose everything. That the program has changed, Social Security has changed in the last eight years to help you get back in the workforce without impacting your benefits and your, especially your medical coverage. It'll be years before you're gonna see your medical coverage decrease. Now again, remember I mentioned about earlier today about living in California, how it is the best place? California has great programs to help you keep your medical benefits once you start working, programs that other states may not have. Okay, and those we can go over more in detail through your seaweed. You have questions. Oh, I was, I, I was asking, um, I'll, I'll call you. Okay, sure, I'll call you. I want to say about those places, like the Rodrigo Center, they go out of job because nobody willing to try this work because they're scared of losing their benefit, like you're saying. Yeah. And they're losing the thing we, we can have something out of it. Um, you know, for me, I'm going crazy over department. For years, they're holding me back for their delay, everything. And now, this, since last year, budget cuts, budget cuts. And I got a Department of Rehab. Oh, the You know, I'm here since September. I don't have my books and stuff because there is there has been delays for my book and stuff for the prayer classes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things. I get my transportation money to get here month and a half later where the I'm in the January for example, I get it in the February March. Okay. This these are the things we have to know. We cannot just let it go because we think we're losing it. I'm You're absolutely right. Now, have, you used, huh? have you used disability rights California? Huh? Have you used disability rights California? No. Okay. no. Anybody here familiar with disability rights California? I, I talk about this in my class, but probably the Okay. The disability I can rights, give you the number. Disability rights California, just so you know. Disability rights California, you know, by law, there's a, a, a legal watchdog, okay, for ADA. And Disability Rights California has, you know how you have Department of Rehabilitation on one side and you have regional centers on another side? Okay, yeah. Disability Rights California has programs within each one of those centers to help you, the consumer, the user of these people's services. So say you're with the Department of Rehabilitation and you have complaints, all these complaints that you have, instead of you fighting the battle alone, you go to their office. And they, they will advocate for you. I, I don't know. I'm finding right this now. stuff here, and I, I'm really mad. Telling you, I'm, I'm finding from both mad here. I, I just, go, you don't know. I'm, I had two times anxiety attack. You know, and then my medical is messed up because I, I, I couldn't get any help to think, and I'm fighting back. I'm, I'm. Who's I, working I, with you, man? Uh, huh? Who's working with the, you? The lady from Legal Neighborhood, and she. I even called the, the neighborhood legal services in Pacoima. She's helping. I called even assembly right office, Miss Bob Owen. He couldn't get any help near the, the medical office. I called the Senate office. In here, they connect me. I they they told me they're gonna contact me, and I'm going crazy with my kids. I don't have any assistance. They don't want to do any help for the people. They have a kids. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me stop you. Let me stop you there for a moment. Uh, can I interrupt you? 
I think it will be, if you come to my class, I will give you two or three numbers to call, okay, where you might receive help for your medical insurance and advocacy in general, like uh, they have pubs. And this problem with the department, they, they, they kind of think they got upset with me, they transferred me to supervisor to request my file. I, the only thing I said, stop telling me I cannot be ready for work. I want to go, let me try. I understand, but let me stop you for a moment. And, and I can see why this is very upsetting for you, very exasperating and frustrating, but you're going about it the wrong way.
one after the other. Yes. And they face all of them, one after the other. You don't have to go to three different agencies. I know that the problems are different with different things, but they, they will do all of them for you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Prioritize your issues. Which is my most important issue that I really want to work with? This one. Okay. So this is my number one. What's your number two issue? Then I have this other issue. That's what, like he's saying. And that's how you present it. I, I, the thing is, I did got this, this alliance children, alliance disability right of thing in last two years ago. I called them when I started looking for help for my daughter to get off her off my pressure. I have with the access. I put these kids every morning. Get up, get up, get up, mommy, mommy, mommy. They're gonna be here. I'm gonna be no show. And then let me interrupt you for a second. Me. Let me interrupt you for a second because what we're doing right now is not forwarding the conversation for everybody else. Uh -huh. So we're gonna have to treat that separately. Do you mind? Because we only have 20 minutes left, and I want to be able to be of okay, use for sorry, everyone. Sorry. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Um, you did say that you were going to address um, housing. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Two things. Housing. You know that. Uh, Section 8 is first. You yeah. know that. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. But, but there are other programs. Not many, but there are other programs. Within housing, anybody here in Section 8 by any chance? I am. Okay, good. Oh, good. See, you have, you're I, lucky. I you have I Section have a 8. Problem with it too. But you have it. I wish I had the problem of having Section 8. No, I'm just saying that. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're looking for housing, give me a call. Okay, Just give me a call and let's see what we can do. Okay. But, but within housing, what I wanted to touch upon is within housing, for those of you living on Section 8, there are savings programs that you might not be familiar with. And CWICS can talk to you about that, and I'll be happy to talk to you about that too. Remember what I said earlier about matching programs? Yes. Yeah. There's there's one program that's very interesting. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Is the uh, in fact Brian covers it at the with, mm -hmm. and I already knew about it through the CWIC training. They they once you get back to work, one of the things that uh, people are scared of is losing their Section Eight. They have something called income disregard. Are you familiar with that? No. Okay. For a period of four years, it's twenty four months. Imagine you get a job and you're thinking, well, they're going to take away my Section A, I'm going to have to move and spend $1,000 in rent right now, right now I'm paying 200 No, they will disregard your income for a long period of time. So they won't change your rent, they won't change how much you pay. And it's going to take four years. Isn't that great? Wow. That's just one of the programs. It's something that a lot of people don't know about. And there's another program a matching program for people on public housing, whether you're on Section 8 or the other program where they subsidize only a certain, you know, a smaller amount rather than like Section 8, no, which is a huge amount. Cuts. Yes. And this program has matching funds. There are organizations that will assist you through the housing, either HACLA, which is the uh, housing authority of the city of Los Angeles, or the LA County Housing Authority, both entities. And what they do is for every dollar you put in into a savings account, they match with a certain amount. On top of that, Social Security will not dock you for that, for the savings. They kind of replace the dollar that you're saving. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. Savings that you're saving, general savings, or savings that you're For a specific purpose, towards housing. Whether you know, to rent elsewhere or to buy a car. There are different uh, approved goals. But again, it's a matching program. If you, the best one is that income, it's called income disregard. This DIS, I think, 
income ideas, income disregard something, but it's a program that will disregard how much money you make. It doesn't matter if you all of a sudden got a great job and, and, and you're making $3,000, $4,000 a week. They will disregard your income for that period of time. And you can spread it out. You can say which months, up to four years. Yeah. I believe it's 24 different months. Do you know how you make more? Sometimes some people have, a, it's not a set salary, but it fluctuates. Yeah, you can make a lot more money this month and less money this month. Or you were sick this month, you took a month off. So you can spread it up to four years. Yes. No, the second program that you were talking about? Yeah, it's a savings is, uh, Yes, it's only for those who are already with Section Yes. yes. Uh -huh. yeah. For those who are in uh, subsidized housing. Right. No signs of relief for Section 8 or similar programs? No. Uh, under certain certain disabilities, like when they have dual you know, diagnosis, when you have mental and uh, substance abuse. The What's the uh, there's also HAPWA, you know, HAPWA, they're separate vouchers uh, under dual uh, diagnosis and under HAPWA is for people with HIV and AIDS. Uh, okay. You said about this saving, I don't Okay, you were saying um, when you have a dual disability, that is that the only I believe so. way that you could get into this section?